Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go. Welcome to this week's Small Cast Podcast. This podcast is designed for the small government contractors, service providers, and manufacturers as part of the government contractor ecosystem, connecting people, organizations, and resources. I'm your host, Just Nate, and this week we got Dennis. Welcome, Dennis. I can't look at you when you're reading that again. I, I don't know. Literally, like, 200 times, and I still screw it up. I don't know. Maybe I just stop reading it. <laughs> just, I started busting up laughing. Or maybe I should sorry. record it. I just, and then we do have a new thing, fad occurring. The dentist, I like it. Uh, do the yeah. dentist, yep. yeah, yep. Do Thank the you, producer Jen, for that. Have you seen the, the dentist? Have you seen everybody? I, I, I saw the t-shirts being made outside as I was coming in. It, so. Oh, t-shirts! Why didn't I bring my t-shirt? Tomorrow dentist, I'm wearing a t-shirt. The dentist t-shirt with me going. No. Ooh. To knock over the mic. <laughs> All right, Nate. Let's start the show. Okay. Uh, so with us today, we've got a guest. Um, this is Gabe Cabrera. From Summit Strategies. Did I, spell, did I say it right? Yeah, you said it perfectly. Sweet. <laughs> is there a role in the R or anything? Or? There can be, but I don't know that. I don't know the word. Is it that Italian? Or? It's actually, it's Spanish. Yeah. Spanish. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Mexican. Most people think I'm Italian, but oh. I am Mexican. And yeah. There you nice. go. There you go. Hey, Mexican. embrace. Embrace. So I'm a northern redneck from Canada. Eh? Well, well, they don't roll R's there, I don't think. No, no, they don't. <laughs> they don't even say the R's. <laughs> right. And when I say southern Canada, it's 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 North Dakota, so. Okay. They always make fun of me, though. So. Okay. Yeah. Well. But I embrace it. Whatever. I don't care. Yeah. Nothing to be uh, afraid of, right? right. You got to embrace the roots. You do you, boo-boo. There you go. <laughs> so, Nate, uh, so, Gabe, uh, how do you feel about being one of the greatest and influential minds in I today, heard right? that, and I, I was going to look at my watch and see yeah. if my heart rate was going up <laughs> or if it was going down, what was happening. <laughs> I love that part of the intro. I'm like, I wonder how people feel when they hear that. Because if yeah. they hear, freaks them out. For the first time, they're Just like, a little bit. the greatest and influential <laughs> minds. What, what did I sign up to? Right, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Who are these guys? <laughs> my boss is going to kill me. No. <laughs> <laughs> these pens, just look into it. No, just kidding. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> nice. Okay, Gabe, you work for Summit Strategies. What is Summit Strategies? Yeah, so Summit Strategy is a business development, marketing, and proposal management partner, basically. Okay. So a consulting firm at the end of the day that really manages across the entire business development cycle, okay. essentially trying to help businesses grow and really up their win strategy game. Nice. Yeah. Now, cool. now, you guys are a new company, right? It hasn't been around very long. Yeah. I mean, on, on paper, probably about a year. But I mean, formally out there, the rollout was just less than two months ago. So right. we are brand new on the street. And um, I'm, I'm new myself with them. So I'm about five weeks in with Summit right now. And, and you guys are a virtual company, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, but 
where is the headquarters? I would say the headquarters is, is in California. So okay. our, our CEO and co-founder, Kristen Maycomber, it's based out of a, a town called Corona, California. Nice. Yes. They have beer there. I thought the same thing. I'm like, I know why you moved Oral here. <laughs> right? I, that was the other thing. I'm like, is this, are you patient one? But no. So. It feels, it, sorry, I keep reaching here. I'm like, where's my keys? I have, I'm missing. Producer Jenna took away from me. That's right. Yeah. Took your Not toys. Jenna, Jen. 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 Producer Jen. So, um, so let's talk a little bit about kind of what you guys do. You, you said mm-hmm. a lot of things are real fast. Yeah. So you guys have basically, what's your core... Um, offerings, I guess, is the... Yeah, you know, I would split go it slow, into those... Go slow, because we got a bunch of listeners who yeah. may not be... So there's small Dennis, government contractors, right, new, the new government contractors. There's the listeners. Um, or over there. So go slower <laughs> yeah. about kind of what the different functions are. Yeah, certainly, certainly. So I mentioned the kind of the three cogs of the wheel earlier, and the start of the business cycle that they help with is the marketing side of things. Okay. So, um, both are our co-founders. So I mentioned Kristen and then Haley Watkins is the other. Um, they've been at it together for about 10 years and have both a background on the marketing side, but also the business development and the proposal side. So when I say marketing, I'm talking about any company, how do you go to market? What is your brand? What is the image? What are the strategies that you're trying to embody? And so what do we do there? That's going to be anything from your online presence, right? Your Facebook mm-hmm. presence, especially in this uh, social media age, right? What's, what is your digital imprint out there? And so how can we make that better? How can we approve upon that? How can we uh, maybe take you from a brand new company that doesn't even know your own image to what do I want to be when I grow up, right? So you don't, you guys don't do the hard marketing product necessarily. I mean, you can help with like, you know, logos or whatever, but that's not really, you guys help them with what are you guys doing with regards to marketing and mm-hmm. then give them options, ideas of how to... You got it. It, it. It's all on the consultative side. I mean, are there products? Are there artifacts? Certainly we can help with an updated brand image or an image from scratch and the artifacts that go along with that. And then that once again, that digital imprint, that digital media presence that goes along with that. So that's the first part is, you know, who are we from a marketing side of it? Not the actual just marketing day to day, but the the strategy around right. where the, our footprint the branding is. or the image you got that it. you want to portray yeah so and that's that's part one okay and then you said then that rolls into business development is the next piece yeah yeah and and you know particularly with with the audience that we're talking to here you know everybody has that the capture guys the business development guys or the traditional sales guys and and we work both sides of that coin and when I say that I mean the commercial side and the government side so okay. um, Kristen and Haley have done a really great job of strategically hiring consultants and bringing people on that have lived on both sides of that fence okay. so that you got a great background in, um, you know, maybe uh, telecommunications companies. That's great. And we can turn that into something else. And then folks like myself, who I've been uh, at the, on the proposal side of it, which I'll get to for about 15 years. And, and I've done about eight years purely commercial and about 12 plus years uh, federal government. So you're not that old, you know. I look a little young, but trust me, if you get that camera pulled in close said, enough, you'll see it. Go ahead you'll and zoom see in, it. Nate, <laughs> there we go. This is this is it right now. So, but but um yeah. So so then it go it moves into that business development part of the cycle. So purely now we're at how are we trying to take that image and turn it into business? What right. is our core capability? What are those core offerings? And do we have a mature enough process to really win the business we want to win? And if we don't, we can come in there too. And and when I say we can come in, that's anything from 
you know, can we train your people to be better capture managers? Can we help with your pipeline? If you're a brand new company and you've got swim lanes, but you're not quite sure how to build it, how do we build that? Or huge companies, for instance, that just acquired a smaller company and now it's how do we A, fit that into our brand, integrate, right? And then how do we go to market against a certain strategy? So that's where the business development side of it comes in is the true, you know, tip of the spear, right? Right. Hunting it, right? Hunting it. And then we get to the third prong, which is a proposal. So some people call it bid management. Some people call it proposal management. I think traditionally it's called proposal management in the U.S. But um, that's now, okay, we've hunted it. We found it. We start to do some capture. Now, how are we going to eat it? You know, how are we going to kill it? And that's where we can offer that proposal management service that integrates, once again, internally with our business development side of the house. But having pure proposal managers, strategic leads that can help you take that identified opportunity that we know is strategic, that's prioritized, and really go out and give it the focus it deserves so that you can actually win that business, not just identify it. So those are kind of the three primary costs. Just summarize the three. Yeah. So marketing, business development, proposal management. And and on the proposal side, do you guys do the tech, the whole shebang? You guys would be offering, like, you'll come in and and do the, manage the proposal. Mm -hmm. You'll do the... The tech editing, the art, you know, the uh, the overall management of the developer of the thing, or are you guys mm-hmm. just coming in and providing um, consulting support to like, well, here's what you should do to, you know, or sit in on it or, or all. Yeah, of the above. you know, it's all of the above. A lot of the times when we come in on the proposal process, there's an audit component to it. And, and oftentimes that's how we get in the doors, you know coming to an organization and saying, where's your pain point? Why are maybe you losing bids? Or when you're winning, let's analyze that. And so we can come across all of those. It's always with a consultative nature, but certainly start to finish project management through building a team that you need for that proposal. So it's not, when I say proposal management, that could be technical writers, that could be graphic designers, that could be folks helping, um, you know, with volumes specifically, like past performance or key personnel or, um, you know, across that whole gamut. And then, of course, helping out with the writing, the development and all the project management that goes in between. So you guys aren't aren't that large yet. Um, no. So you guys have reached back to provide some of these services, mm-hmm. uh, other consultants or... Uh, companies that do that or how's that work? Yeah, I would say by and large, anything I've named, we have people who can and do do that today. Mm. Now, when I came, right, which was six weeks ago, we were about four people. I think we're about eight now and we've got five or six recs out. So it's it's still a very small company, still in its infancy. But when I came in, that was really when they were hitting their stride and things, you know, they, they, they were feeling what was coming and I think we, you know, had four recs out and I looked at it and go, oh, we're going to triple in size, you know, within the first three yeah. months. So, yeah. so right now it, it, it's very busy, you know, we, we're not overflowing, but at the same time, we're starting to prep for the future. Well, and, 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 and you and I had talked previously. So Kristen, the, the owner, CEO, she has also been in this business for a long time. And yeah. I'm going to put a little plug for the Association of Proposal Management Professionals, Let's do it. APMP. APMP. Um, mm-hmm. She was actually the <laughs> national president, correct? Or yeah, yeah. Yeah, she was on the board. Yeah, yeah. She's so. served on boards in a number of capacities yeah. for the last 15 years. Yeah. She started in the Midwest chapter. Um, she's out on in California, obviously, now. Um, but yeah, the last two years, she just 
finished up in January with her actual year of being president. Right. And now she's still outgoing. So she's still very right. actively so involved. So she has with the that connection, right? And that's kind yeah. of what I wanted to get at is, you know, the APMP chapters are across the country, actually across the world. They're international. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and so there's some reach back there that she can help you with as well to plug in. Yeah. All, I mean, all of us can. So, you know, she's, they have different levels of certification. You mentioned right. she's, she's a fellow, which is actually not even a, a certification, but a designation given to kind of right. visionary leaders within the industry. She's certified at the highest level, which is professional. And then Haley, myself, we're practitioner, you know, a level below that. Um, But even the consultants that we're bringing on, it's not a prerequisite, but certainly something that when it's on the, even the BD side or the proposal side, we're looking for people who really purely understand, you know, that cradle to grave business development all the way through proposal submission. Okay. So I want to get back. So you you had mentioned, let's see, you had said there was... One, two, three, market BD proposal management. Mm-hmm. Is market and BD, is that kind of considered capture together? I would say BD, the, the business development aspect is where we're going to see the most capture. And if anything, okay. it's probably more the business development. What defines capture? So th- the capture to me is that's when we have an opportunity that's coming in, right? So somebody has identified the opportunity. That's the business development aspect. And what happens between business development and the actual proposal being released and writing the proposal is the capture, meaning we're trying to build the team, strategize. Right. It starts okay. with the strategy. What's our path to winning? Okay. Right. And what do we offer as a company? And oftentimes companies go, OK, we're a tech company. That's a tech RFP coming out. We should chase that. Well, we both know it's not that simple, right? right. There's Which a lot in between. <laughs> we need to identify, you know, who is the incumbent if there is one? If there is an incumbent, what do they bring to the table? What are they maybe deficient in? And what can we offer to help that? What are the pain points of the client? So it's really finding out everything that is um, influencing the decision to be made to continue along in that program or build a new program. So it's really, you know, all the capture, it's capture activities, you'd almost call them to, how do we get to win that? And then that's when they turn it to proposals, right? And the proposal is how do we take that vision and turn it into a story that's compelling. So what is your guys' business model then? Is the business model to to be part of that capture team for a fee, or is it part of that capture team for a spot on the contract? Or Yeah, I, the, the capture side of it, it's kind of the in-between. So one, one facet that we have business development people, we have proposal people. We don't have capture people. I think the goal, uh, a lot of companies like this, as they get larger, oftentimes it's, um, you know, your bids start becoming these monster bids or things where they're pulling you on for retainers, right? Like periods, long periods of time where you're part of their business cycle now. We're starting to see some of that already. But um, as part of that, the natural evolution, I think, would turn from uh, not just having people with a business development background, but truly having capture managers on site that we say, well, what kind of deal is it? What kind of opportunity is it? Mm -hmm. We've got a capture person who might be able to help you with that. But we're talking... 12 to 18 months ahead of a cycle sometimes. So as a, you know, 12 month old company, that's really about three months in, we're just starting to get to that point. Um, A lot of ours are more kind of hopping and hopping out. And then as we do that, we're starting to really get, um, you know, longer term uh, commitments and partnerships with, with our clients. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, is that a goal too, to form kind of, I would call them strategic relationships with companies, not just, you're not just kind of going in and out. Like you said, you're going to try to you know, work with them. So a small company, I know outsourcing, right? I mean, that's really what it comes down to, mm-hmm. uh, or consulting. If you're a small company, typically you don't have the resources to have a proposal team or a business development team. So they can contact you guys and you will be that for them, right? Mm-hmm. That's the whole 
idea anyways, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the long-term side of it is we, we do want those strategic partnerships. I mean, right. it, it's good for, for us, obviously. It's good for them. And what ends up happening is, you know, a company will have a huge pipeline, but then they have their strategic things that they really need heavy focus on, and they need to know at that moment, I need to have a resource then. Not, I have four resources on my books. Right. Is one of them going to be available? Right. The RFPs may move left or right, right? right. And that's when they come to us to say, well, we're a known commodity. We know their process. Maybe we bring in an even um, more rigid process because we can, because we right. have to force that right. in. Um, but long term, yes. I mean, we want to be partners. And even so, perfect scenario. You know, just this week, Coming in, um, I, I come from the corporate world. This is my first time out of the corporate world, um, but it's always been in proposal management and uh, a company I worked for two companies ago. You know, I, now we have a client, they needed a partner, they couldn't finish the bid and I called my old company, you know, and started digging into my network. So we're, nice. that's not a, ser- you know, it's not a service you're gonna see on a paper somewhere, right. but it is a service where we are dig- digging into that network to say, how can we most strategically partner? with these companies and truly make them partnerships, not just clients. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been wonderful. Yeah. It's about break time. Yes. So let's okay. go to a quick break. I'm going to get back. Um, Dennis has some very special questions he always asks. <laughs> he, needs a, he needs a dance break real quick, so... Do the dentist. Do the dentist. There you go. Say T-shirt Do the, do the DK. T-shirt <laughs> oh, hat. I like that. There we go. <laughs> there you go. That's the bumper okay. sticker. We'll be right back. <laughs> the Department of Defense has gotten very serious about cybersecurity. The DOD just passed a new mandate called the CMMC that all government contractors must adhere to. In the near future, you will not be able to do business with the Department of Defense unless your company follows the CMMC protocol. Devil Dog Cybersecurity partners with government contractors to create and implement robust cybersecurity solutions that meet the DOD requirements. Our team of engineers have a large depth of knowledge in the CMMC and the NIST 800-171. Solutions can be implemented in as little as 30 to 90 days, depending on the size and scope of the project. Best of all, Devil Dog has an affordable pricing structure specifically designed for small to medium-sized businesses. The big question is, is your firm ready for a CMMC audit? Contact Devil Dog Cybersecurity and receive a free vulnerability assessment with no obligation. Register for your free assessment at DevilDogCyber.com. Devil Dog is here to make cybersecurity compliance affordable, fast, and painless for your company. Devil Dog Cybersecurity is one of the few companies designated as a registered provider organization by the CMMC accreditation body. This means our solutions adhere to the complex standards and requirements of the CMMC board. Register for your free assessment at DevilDogCyber.com. Devil Dog is here to make cybersecurity compliance affordable, fast, and painless for your company. like what you hear so far make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now this podcast is made possible by listeners like you thank you for your support now back to the show Welcome back to this week's Smallest Cast Podcast. I'm your host, Just Nate. This week, we've got uh, Do the DK. 
Do the DK. <laughs> and we've got Gabe Cabrera. Cabrera? Cabrera. 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 It's like I'm drunk. Cabrera. You know? See, he can't see the R's. <laughs> I told you. It'd North probably Dakotans. sound the same if I was drunk. I'd probably <laughs> come out go. the exact same way. And so. I'm not making fun. I just, I'm horrible at names. No, hey, the, you're going to get that R rolled by the end. The Cabrera. The North Dakotans can't say, say it anymore. pot of coffee really fast. Pot of coffee. Pot of coffee. Eventually, you'll get to that rolled R. <laughs> <laughs> and there's no R in there, but you'll you know get there. Gonna, you know he's going to go home tonight. On I the way know home he's going to be practicing. What do you mean? Coffee, what do you mean tonight? I'm like, pot coffee, pot <laughs> <laughs> his, <laughs> wife, his wife's going to wake up and go, what in the heck? Is That's how I teach my four and six year olds. So if it works for them, hey, <laughs> nice. my it wife works. took like five years of Spanish. She can read and write it. Cannot speak it because she can't roll her R's. We'll see. But now I'm going to tell her. You're going to be ahead hey, of her by the end of the start night. Start now. Okay, that's very weird. Okay. So, so we want to continue the discussion slightly. Uh, so if folks are interested in getting support from Summit Strategy to assist with their proposal development mm-hmm. or business development, marketing, <clears throat> what kind of business model do you guys have? Is it subscription? Is it like per project? How do you, how do you guys do that? Yeah, it's both. And, you know, we typically like to start things with an audit. I, I touched on it a little mm-hmm. bit earlier, but it's really, you know, what is their business model? What is their need? What's their pain point? And, and oftentimes that ends up resulting in an initial project. Sometimes it's two, meaning we've got one here on the business development side or the marketing side, and then we've got one here on the proposal side. So oftentimes it does start with a single deal. And, and frankly, kind of the, the largest portion of our business is that pr- pure proposal management component right, right now. And so, you know, that's how we get access. Oftentimes it usually starts with a, you know, somewhere probably between a, a four and eight week engagement. That's, you know, one or two projects for them. And then from there, we've been fortunate enough already, um, you know, oftentimes from there, we'll see usually the minimum is about a six month engagement where um, companies will put us on retainer. And so from a, a structure model of how um, how we can save the money in the long term, right. it's, it's, it's more like a set amount of hours against more of a lump sum fee over the course of a okay. month. And then, you know, the longer the duration, the, the more discounts we try to offer them for that goodwill, but also... Um, you know, just to, to be a good business partner long-term. And and do you guys offer any other services? And I know I'm getting kind of, you guys, they just started and everything, but like yeah. training? Yeah. Or I mean, are they doing anything like that? Yeah, training doing? is a component. So um, Kristen in particular has had some, honestly, some just master facilitation experience right. and, and training. Gosh, she's probably trained, I think the number is something crazy, like fifteen or 20,000 people right. over the her corporate life. Including so, me. Okay. Yeah, well, see, there you, there you go. There you go. And And so and if he passed? Andy, she's yeah. really good. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to put that on the website, I think. Yeah. yeah. It's and so easy. Even <laughs> Dennis can pass. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. And, and so from that standpoint, we have some sometimes where we don't know what a uh, proposal review is or a color review for our, our, right. our government right. um, counterparts out there. We, we use that as part of our cycle, as part of our service offering, but also we can do leave behinds where we say, well, let's take your model Let's get your capture managers or your operations people or whoever typically would be reviewing a proposal and say, we could do some training on that. Yeah. Um, it's not anything and everything, but certainly if it's in our wheelhouse and it falls in the larger base business cycle for us of those three tiers, we, uh, I, I would imagine, you know, we could do it or at least say we can take a crack at it. And, and you're here locally, right? So if I'm they in Colorado, need, yes. So you can be... If they need somebody local, you're available. And mm-hmm. if you want to go the virtual route, or I'm sure it's going to be a little mix of both, right, uh, in today's uh, world. But um, so, so you are local, so people mm-hmm. can have you come down and, and you can speak to them directly. Is there anybody yeah. else here in Colorado? I'm right now. I'm the you're only kind one. Of the yeah, yeah, main yeah, headquarters one. Yeah, yeah, we're spread out. I mean, honestly, I think of 
the nine of us. I think we're in eight different states right now. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. So back to your engagement with companies, mm -hmm. what is the minimum time you need to engage with the company? I would say as far as engagement starts to finish. Well, or as an example, to actually say get we're started. swamped and I need help on this proposal that's coming out next week. Oh, within days. Yeah. So you guys can react within days. Yeah, within days. I mean, once again, it depends on the opportunity. Typically, those are going to be smaller things. I was going to say, um, if you get, I'll offer you a million dollars. When do you want me? Now? <laughs> right, yesterday? Right, yeah. I was here yesterday. <laughs> yeah. And, and once again, if somebody needs something <laughs> like that, it, that's not an opportunity that's going to be huge, large, strategic, you know, unless somebody on vacation or quit at the last moment, right? But I mean, more times well, than not. Well, sometimes things drop in laps. Like we just yeah. had one, right? That just, because we're not on a GSA Oasis pool that mm -hmm. this one came out and that we've been strategizing at for over a, over a year. Okay. Um, Did a bad job capturing apparently though. <laughs> well, but you, you don't know, you don't know what pool it's coming out in. Well, so. and, the, and the government wouldn't talk to us and tell us. the government us. doesn't so, talk to you. So yeah, you're kind of yeah. limited to waiting. Yeah. And then all sure. of a sudden it drops. Yeah. And you find out two days later, you got 15 days left to produce this proposal. Why? Like, right. crap. Yeah. Is this? yeah. I mean, we can certainly help with those, those opportunities. Surge, so I say by and large, surge. you know, a lot there of companies go. are going to say, oh man, tragedy happened. I don't know if we're going to be able to do this or we can, um, you know, we can kind of bolt on. So we have had some too, where they say, oh my gosh, this scenario happened. Yeah. We need a volume lead, past performance, resumes. Yeah technical, something like that, where we can even offer that service to say, yeah, we can do that today. Or, or okay. maybe sometimes it's just the reviews in that case to kind of help them get things moving forward, push it across. Sometimes it's just compliance, you know, yeah. things like that, that we can jump in and jump out. But by and large, most of our engagements are cradle to grave as far as RFP release through completion when we're talking about proposal management. Maybe nice if you guys were involved at the RFI stage, at least to to let you know, hey, here's the RFIs that we're looking at. You got it. So you guys got to Yeah, but it up. just depends you on what it. companies and do. Like Right. And I mean, that's where we get into retainers and engagements. Yeah. We we have a company right now, we're on a twelve month engagement with them and, and we will be supporting RFIs and we, we're putting together basically a you know a rapid response proposal center for them. They nice their proposal Ooh, center like broke it. down about six months ago. They fired everybody. And they brought us in and they basically said, you're our proposal center. No, by the way, you know, we, we have a lot of contract vehicles. We work with GSA Oasis a lot, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and I've worked with all the polls over the past probably, you know, five, six years. Bring it in. And the, the goal is we leave something behind for them that they can then turn into right. well, that's their own a resources. Permanent, a permanent I, capability. I, I like that. I wrote that down too. Rapid yeah. response proposal Yeah, yep, yes, yep. Because really what that tells, I mean, Dennis and I were just talking about that today. The RRPT. As, <laughs> as we're working on things, you know, we, we, we see ourselves going after the same type of work over and over again. Mm -hmm. So really we're getting to the point where a lot of it is, I'd say at least 50% is, well, here, we already did this, right? So right. we have half it written already before yeah. we even started. Yeah. Same as, is pricing even, right? Or like, mm -hmm. well, this is, we're finding ways to, to make our lives easier when we yeah. go after things. Like harvestable content. You exactly. know? And that's something where we definitely do that, where, you know, some people say, well, why would I do a retainer that could be expensive? And I'm thinking, well, you're correct. It could be if we don't use the time, right? Yeah. Or if we don't spend all the hours, but typically what happens once again, that 12 month and some of our six month retainers, we do the proposal. We work as part of our process at harvesting content. And for one of them, we're build, helping them build a repository that has, you know, past performance library, a uh, key personnel library, a 
standard boilerplate content like you talked about management staffing things we talk about the same yeah, transition same almost every time right yes. and and make it so Security, you can use that training. 90% you got yeah. it and so, and helping them get from a what to, do we do to having some building yeah. blocks and that's where the rapid I'm going to take a question in. away from Dennis though cuz right. he always uh, he always sorry, gets his question I was I was waiting I'm sorry I'm I'm going to do it now all right what are you going to ask well, because you've been doing this for a little while now a little bit what what types of tools do you <sighs> see? What, what do you like to use, right? I mean, there's lots of collaboration tools out there. Well, you know, you're talking I mean, professionally or personally. I was going to go both today. Both. <laughs> you know, what tools do you professionally are you guys kind of using that you yeah. would endorse? Yeah. And then what professionally, like I ask a lot of times, you know, we, we all play around with these different apps and tools that we use. Right. What do you find? that useful? Yeah. And so, you know, the Actually, interesting that thing. wasn't the question I was going to go with next though, Nate. Okay. okay. All right. So I would say for me. The, the, <laughs> the interesting thing, or I guess the nuanced thing about being a consultant is y you have to be able to plug in quickly. So yeah. being able to take tools that maybe we love yeah. professionally and yeah. try to, you know, push those or force those. Sometimes there's a cost. Sometimes there's just a, a, you know, a, a knowledge component of it. Right. Yeah. And so we typically do live in the live and breathe in the world of just Microsoft Office Suite when it comes to just general. How right. do we manage anything from the collaboration side on a SharePoint to just the the uh, documents themselves. You guys know this. You know it's right. it's Word, or sometimes people try to make Excel a word processing tool. We're not all that different there, right? Yeah. Um, from a project management standpoint, we certainly have some tools internal that we use um, that are mostly off the shelf. I mean, we're a small business, so we are investing in tools. Like um, one of them uh, that's new to me, we use is called Asana. It's Asana. a project management tool. Yeah. Um, you got to be ready to have a close relationship with your computer because Asana yeah. screams and yells at you when you're not doing the right thing. Yep. And she turns you red when you want to be green and, nice. now, and is things that, like that. Is it, a, is it collaborative, though? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. collaborative, I would say, w across a user base. So, you know, within our organization, we use that for our project management. Yeah, right. And we also use it for our business development. We use it for our lead generation, um, client interaction, and um, things of that nature. And then um, we we integrate with uh, HubSpot as well. So for companies that are out there looking for something to have maybe as a uh, business development tool or a lead generation. When right. we talk about business development folks or capture managers. That's kind of a CRM tool. That's a CRM <clears> tool, <throat> but, yeah. but it has, once again, a paid component and an off-the-shelf component that's, right. you know, for 90% of your user base. Is that how well. you're tracking kind of uh, user or your clients mm -hmm. really on there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that bolts into Microsoft Office. So, you know, if, yeah. if I say, hey, here's an email I want to track, any email that comes from that individual, it'll track to that lead. And, right. and then I can use, you know, calendar um, or right. task updates and stuff. Those are two of the ones recently. Um, mostly we're using things, other things off the shelf, like a Calendly and things like that. You know, just like yeah. easy Yeah, you're about the fifth person that tools. talks about cal Calendly. I can't yeah. say we, that. We need yeah. to get that for producer Jen. For so us, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She can help us. Schedule. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I don't know what their schedule is. Just we need there. a virtual yeah. assistant to use that. Well, there you go. A you Google virtual tool, assistant. Right? Yeah. But, but no, I mean, by and large, at, in the consulting space, you do kind of need to use traditional tools right? Um, yeah. for that very reason. No, so but you did this. That was exactly what we were looking for. Like, what what's out there? And what about personally? Do you use any kind of things uh, that you like to play with around? You know, like like I, I use uh, I use most of the, like, Google Calendar is my big thing, right? That's And I try to keep up with that, but that's sometimes not easy. And then I la you laugh about the Google AI and the assistant. But believe it or not, I've been using it more and more and more. Like Google, set an appointment for this or whatever, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm starting to go that I do route. all the time. Yeah, you, you still know. have to make sure all your accounts are linked. So when you pull up yes. your phone, you're like, 
I thought I had something tomorrow. Where'd that, where did that go? Which well, calendar did that go on? And I also use Trello. I use Trello in my personal life. You yeah. Familiar Trello? Yeah, Trello's cool. Um, I use that for like my, my stuff that I'm working on. Yeah. So. You like those post-it notes, right? Yeah, yeah. The feel of a post-it <laughs> well, note. If you, used to, if you walked into my office last year, you would have seen post-it notes all over the right. wall. And now yeah. I kind of moved away from it. So. Well, and you, you had mentioned you used uh, Hasana, you know, for some of your project managers. Hasana, right? yeah, yeah, Hasana, yeah. yeah. So we've got, um, Dennis and I actually met with, uh, somebody from a company called PMware this morning, yeah. um, which is kind of the same thing, but it's very collaborative. It's, but it's hundred percent project management. Mm-hmm. It kind of takes the place of Microsoft project or whatever. And, a, and it's enterprise wise and you can yeah. look over yeah. things. So those little things like that is very interesting to us. Just try to understand. <clears throat> yeah. What's out there. And, and I mean, you know, one of the cool offerings that we do have is um, one of our key consultants is an IT consultant. So anytime we do need some sort of integration, we are actually able to, uh, you know, build things on our company's, um, on a background platform, place them on a company's platform. And um, so we, we do have reach back, you mm-hmm. know, to somebody internal who can mm-hmm. certainly offer some of those things. But once again, it, so, it'd be nice to get cute, but we can't get too cute, you know, no, when no, there's a rapid this, nature again, this of a lot is, of these engagements. This is great. And, yeah. and you know, Nate and I play around with tools too all the time to see, are they useful for what we're doing in, in mm-hmm. the business development side of the house? And also for the smalls, you know, we'll come across tools that, hey, this would be good for the small contractors because yeah. like you said a lot of them are free at least to get going right maybe yeah. not um once you're you know need an enterprise license or whatever mm-hmm. but um so i wanted to move a little bit how did you get into and you brought it up a few minutes ago well back when i was you know four <laughs> i started doing proposal management right but how did you get into this whole space back in the 1960s. yeah right well, well APMP, no. apmp's having a big dialogue on this right now about yeah. you know most people they call it fall into yeah, this well, career yeah, field exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're trying to get with the universities to develop kind of a either a curriculum itself or at least get this idea of, you know, like like project management. Right, proposal. getting ahead of it. There's no yeah. reason why a proposal coordinator job can't be an entry-level yes. job out of college. Right? Yes. Yeah. But I, I think the reason why they don't have that from a college level, honestly, is because you can't – it's it's culture first. You, mm-hmm. and, and it's you can't take an extrovert – and force them to be a good BD person. Well, not BD, person. not BD necessarily, but the whole business development cycle, proposal management. Anyways, how, how did you get into this? Yeah, I mean, so I fell <laughs> into it. No, but, but it, it, it's certainly I went to college for it's it. It's a similar talk track. I feel He's like he's got a degree. I, right, I do have a degree. I just don't use it. But, no, they, but <laughs> it, it's one of those things where I, I feel like anybody who's been doing this more than ten years fell into it. It's very likely. Yes. Um, it didn't really yeah. become what I would call a career track until about that time. Yeah. And it's certainly a career track for me now, but yeah, yeah I was interestingly enough, I, I was a recruiter and, um, HR, like HR recruiter, uh, more of an executive Not an army recruiter. recruiter. No, no, no. Yeah. Like <laughs> an executive recruiter for a company that dipped its toe into the government space. And all okay. of a sudden overnight they were a government contractor. And I went from doing that to all of a sudden now I was a program manager instead of an account manager. Right. And now I was a capture manager instead of a sales guy. Right, and so right. as I developed that, I was doing all my own proposals. Right. And I had yes. a senior VP who said, hey, you're pretty good at this. So, and I thought, well, are you saying I'm credit at the rest of my job or are right. you saying I'm good yeah, at this yeah, part? Yeah. But um, it was one of those things I ended up being better at that and made so a transition over and boom. What I heard, the moral of that story was <laughs> you have to go get a degree. And then not use your degree, and those are the you, type of people that become BD. Those people. are That's those are the vagabonds that end up. Yeah, no, it, it really is funny. But I do. I would say, you know, having that college degree. I mean, it's certainly everybody what? that we look at has that. What is your degree in? Business management. Business, oh, okay. Yeah, real general. So, yeah. you, what do you mean you're not using it? 
I'm using that's it. Like I a mean, daily thing. I mean, it's like yeah, I'm using it. But I would say like the things I learned in but, a classroom. But within the but, but, but within like proposal man, if you if you take business development, I would say the business degree is useful. If you're getting something like in proposal management, yeah, you know, project management degrees, um, editing, mm-hmm. grammar, English, uh, art. Um, yeah. Graphics. Or there's even English majors, uh, technical right, writing majors. Right, there's things like right, that now, even right. um, down the road, right? I, I used to recruit from um, for our proposal coordinators at, oh gosh, Colorado College because yep, their yeah. teacher knew what APMP was and yep. we would meet and she'd have new grads and we'd try to make them interns. And yep. say, well, that uh, was my next question. Yeah. Are you guys looking at that at, at uh, Summit Strategy? Can I would we, say, can we the word I, can't, out? I can't speak for certain, but I would yeah. say not currently now. Yeah. Now that you say that, I'm pretty sure we will be. Yeah. Um, but we, we definitely are, are looking. You know, yeah. in general, I think, like I said, we're small, but I believe we've got a graphic designer we're trying to chase down. We have a technical writer. We have a federal proposal management opening, a commercial proposal manager opening, and then um, somebody who deals a lot with marketing brand strategy. And some of them could be part-time or full-time. So, you know, we're not necessarily looking for a specific type of right. resource. Um we're looking for the right skill set. Right. And oftentimes, you know, we talked about it earlier. Sometimes they need two weeks of help. Sometimes we just need them to kind of come in and go. And then myself, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm full time. I, 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 so my daughter was looking for a, some extra things to do while back. Do you have her resume? Are you going to slide I me do. her resume no, here no, in a no, second? No. Okay. Well, one of the questions. I would so take I, it. So I actually reached out to Kristen and some others. And I said, look, she doesn't have a background in this stuff. Um, but she's, she's a good writer, blah, blah, blah. Right. And everybody came back and was, well, if you go online and say, Hey, I want an entry level proposal person. Mm -hmm. They don't (sighs) exist. Nada. And everybody wants these guys. And there is this problem. There's a gap between if, if we really want to make it a career field, you got to bring these young folks in and let them go and let them experience and bring them on. But we, we, you know, like the department of defense, we want the purple squirrel with well, 50 years of experience. <laughs> and and, I think that's the other problem right? is that and most companies can only afford one or two, right? Yeah. So but you could afford somebody, a younger person. They got to train them. They don't want to train them. Yeah, yeah that is the t- And, you know, I, I do so I don't see call it training. There, there's a huge <laughs> project management, cat herding, people management component yeah. to what we do. Yeah. And oftentimes you don't learn that until you've been in a corporate setting or right. a corporate environment. And that's that's what the three years is getting that person, right. you know, is so I'm trying to get after Kristen here. I'm poking hey, at her because we got we'll we to bring her. in some of these younger we're talking, people. <laughs> we're, we'll, yeah, no, I, I'm all for it. And, Come and, on, yeah. and she actually, interestingly enough, when she was in the greater Midwest chapter, they were helping with doing some of that outreach. Right. You know, well, to, all, she's leading it for APMP right, right. now. And so, I, mean, I know our chapter, the Denver chapter is working real hard. Excuse me. Colorado chapter is working real hard on yeah. coming with some, up some programs. So. Um, well, okay, so I'm all for it, and we'd we'd be happy to participate. We're we're kind of running out of time here. Okay. I did want to. So, how do we get a hold of you guys? How yeah. So the the easy way is summitstrategywins.com. So we we have that online presence. Okay. Um, if if we're talking about names out there, you're welcome to contact me directly. And between Kristen or Haley or myself, we're the three people that head up a lot of really the the lead generation and the client okay. interaction. And it's as simple as just Kristen at summitstrategywins.com. Yeah, so Kristen's not Kristen. Well, it's K-R-Y-S-T-N. Yeah, but all of the information is, it it is available and certainly something that um, I could provide to anybody, but would be a great conduit. Okay. Yeah, the the way we kind of work is I, I do a lot of the uh, almost like a customer service rep in addition to like a player coach, if you will, right, for our right. key strategic accounts, but still doing the day-to-day proposal stuff. And then, um, you know, Chris and Haley are doing the same, but they're also doing a lot of, and And know, Nate, this generation. is going to get broadcast next week, I'm thinking, right? Yes. I don't know. Well, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> okay. And the reason I'm asking, the reason I'm asking is because I would like to invite Gabe to come to 
the Smalls event. So we're having two up in the Denver area. Okay. We're having, well, sorry, one. We're having hey. one up on the 15th of, yeah, but he's not going to be able to do tomorrow. Why? He lives in Estes Park. That's not Thursday. That's not tomorrow. It's Thursday. It's Thursday. Oh, we'll it's, figure it out. it's down in Pueblo. That is a little it, bit of a way. Yeah, we see, can figure it out. So, anyways, so so on the fifteenth of March, like we're going to be half hour drive. What to do? <laughs> at the fifteenth of March, suck Mar- it up, Buttercup. <laughs> <laughs> and it's warmer there than where I am. So. Yeah, <laughs> and it's the, your people. Oh my gosh! On the fifteenth of March, we're going to have to actually be up in Westminster. Okay. Uh, north side of Denver That's with uh, the Advanced Space um, and NDIA, we're having a co-hosting event, networking event up there. And then on the 17th of March, we're going to be here in Colorado Springs at the Catalyst Campus. Awesome. Um, where we're co-hosting with the National Contract um, Management Association and the uh, Catalyst Campus. They're going to have their accelerator group going through. And so you can meet with all the uh, companies that are in their accelerator as well. Yeah. So yeah. No, uh, we invite you guys to attend that. They and sound you can wonderful. meet with Gabe there. You can, yeah. Yeah. You can I, would love, I would love yeah. to. Or you can meet with Gabe this Thursday down in Pueblo <laughs> at Water Tower Place from 5 to 7 But PM. it's not going to get broadcast in time. Right. Or you can contact this me is directly. Not. That's but, true. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's true. This is, yeah. yeah. Nice so why do you keep talking about that? Hey, we're going to record some podcasts there, though. Okay. <laughs> we're going to set up live. We will. We Thursday should do live. All right. Thursday night live. Um, but Summit Strategy wins. SummitStrategyWins.com. Yeah. Okay. And, and, you know, all I would say with people is consulting is an interesting thing. COVID has created a wonderful opportunity, I think, for companies to just consider it because right. we've seen people scale back and now they're scaling up, but they are dipping their toe in the water and right. they're waiting for the next wave of whatever pandemic yeah. or right. <laughs> they've lost resources because of part of this great recession. Right. And it's we can't find those good resources. So that's what we've been able to just really bolt on, help people out. And at a minimum, you know, provide an audit, talk yep. to people. And, and oftentimes we can do that even at our cost to take a look at things and say, what, what can we do? How can yep. we help you? And um, consulting, you know, I, I never used consultants when I was in the corporate world and here I am one and I'm not advocating for them because I am. I'm more advocating because there is an a opportunity need. here. There is a need yeah. and specifically within the government contracting space, certainly the commercial, but even more so we've seen in the government contracting space that, um, you know, we might be able to help. So, I mean, it's worth a call just to talk through things and let us know where maybe you have a pain point. We can walk through it with you to maybe do an audit for you and say, hey, okay, maybe we just shake hands and walk opposite directions, or maybe we're able to help companies out in the future nice. as well. Excellent. Yep. Yeah. No. Hey, Gabe, thanks. This was very good. I appreciate your time. And this is great. Yeah. Wonderful. I appreciate both yeah. you guys. Thank you so no, much. We, it's been fun. Um, we always enjoy learning something new. You, are, I think, probably are only the second person on the con- on the on the podcast that we've had okay. that uh, kind of talks about consulting, consulting, business development, business development. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're seeing a little bit more and more of it pop up, which mm-hmm. means, like you said, if people don't have the internal team to do it, you have to do it somehow, mm-hmm. or you're not going to be in business long. Right. So, yeah. Okay. Well, we appreciate it, and uh, with that. We'll We're come out. back to you guys next week. Next week. Just Nate signing off. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. You've reached the end of another episode of the Smalls Cast Podcast. Connect with us at thesmalls.org. Don't forget to sign up to our newsletter to receive our free materials. See you at the next episode. See you at the next episode.